Happy Tuesday, everyone. Welcome back to the podcast. I apologize that I was absent last week, um, TMI, but I was shitting my brains out all weekend long. (laughs) So I did not record a podcast, but I'm back. I'm fine. But for today's episode, I thought that it would be fun to do a mid-year check-in. So, and kind of like revisit the goals that we did at the beginning of the year. Um, I wanted to actually start this podcast at the beginning of the year, never did. Um, but I love setting goals and I love striving to be better. I love achieving things and whatnot. And so I thought it would be fun to now that we're like halfway through the year, just revisit what our goals were at the beginning of the year, see how we're doing, see if we are pushing forward towards those goals. And if not, now's a good time to revisit, check in, and we can push forward and strive for these things that we had planned out for ourselves. Um, I feel like a lot of times we kind of just do like a one once a year check-in or, you know, around the new year, everyone gives their new year goals and things and everyone's super motivated. And then like by the end of January or February, it's like, especially around that time of year, I just feel like February is so monotonous and like March even, I hate both of those months. And it just feels like the year just takes so long to get started. But once we get to like May, I feel like it just ramps up. And before you know it, it's January again. So I feel like right now is a really good time to just kind of do a little check-in with ourselves. And I'm going to guide you through some of the things that I did this year that, um, and last year too, that really helped me um, just kind of align with myself and like what I'm wanting, what my goals are. And instead of like, you know, like a Michael Scott, I want to floss more or I want you know, to eat healthier. It's a little bit more specific and it, um, I have like some questions that I got from someone else that, um, I'll, I'll credit her once I get to that point, but, um, it just kind of helped me like align more to what my goals are specifically and help me, um, really analyze what's working, what's not working and, just get to know myself a little bit more. And so I hope that this helps you. And I think it's so funny too, because even though this technically isn't the beginning of the new year, for me it is. And I've already had so many messages from you guys telling me happy new year because you know me so well. Like come August, I start to like come alive again. I start to come alive a little bit more come like June because it's like summertime and the sun's actually out. But around this time of year, I get so excited for fall and I get so creative and like, it's like my creative juices just start flowing. So it's so funny because I got so many messages that said a happy new year and it just makes so much sense. So I feel like happy half new year. Um, It's actually a little bit closer to 2024 now than we were the new year technically, but whatever. Nevertheless, let's get into this. I feel like this will be a good like just kind of like a fresh start and just a reminder that like you don't need it to be the new year to have a fresh start. You can start fresh anytime that you want and you can reinvent yourself anytime that you want. You can stop doing things that you thought that you wanted to do that really you you realize that aren't for you. I'll get into that with some things, Um, but I think it's good to check in with ourselves every now and then and just kind of reevaluate what our goals are, what we want, And how are we going to get there? So let's jump into it. I went to the notes section on my phone where I had my goals written out. And I first made a list of hobbies because for me, 
I found that I wasn't doing a lot of hobbies and things. I was just kind of like either working or watching TV. There was no in between. And when I hung out with friends, it was just like going out to eat, you know, and I, and I thought, what are my hobbies? What do I enjoy to do? And I did have a really good workout routine, but like outside of that, I didn't know what I liked to do. So that was really big for me at the beginning of this year. I would love to do a whole episode just on hobbies, um, but I'll list the ones that I have here that I wrote down at the beginning of the year, which was on January 3rd. Um, book reading, weightlifting, gardening, traveling, puzzles, cooking, and learning a new language. And I would say also now dancing. I started ballet, which I'm very excited about. I don't even think that was on my list of like goals at the beginning of the year, but me in January would be really proud of myself and happy to know that I started ballet. I would say out of this list, I'm doing pretty much everything except I'm not gardening. That's a big one for me. I would really love to get into that. I haven't really traveled at all this year. I was going to say much. I haven't traveled at all this year and I haven't learned a new, a new language. So I guess for me going forward, I think out of those things that I haven't done yet or haven't really focused on much yet would be the gardening and a new language. I find gardening to be so intimidating because of the zone that I'm in. I think I'm, I think I'm zone six. Maybe I'm zone five. I'm Northwest Indiana. So if you know what zone I am, let me know. But I could just Google it. Um, it gets a little intimidating because it gets cold in the winter and then it's like super hot and humid in the summer. So I just don't know when to plan when to plant what. And then a lot of things talk about like putting things in a greenhouse. I don't have a greenhouse and I don't want like a bunch of stuff inside of my house. So I get a little overwhelmed. Here I am already making excuses for why I haven't done it. But um, yeah, I will go more into hobbies in a future episode because I feel like they're very important and especially as we get older I feel like we just kind of stop doing those things we got we get on autopilot and we start checking off the list of all of the things that we need to do we put other people first or we do the things that maybe they are a hobby but then they end up feeling less like a hobby like for instance I put weightlifting sometimes I can feel like just like a monotonous chore that I have to do because I know it's good for me instead of like enjoying it and having fun um, and also like letting loose and it doesn't always have to be weightlifting it can be doing Pilates it can be doing a step aerobics workout like having fun with it I shouldn't even put weightlifting I should put just like working out because I do enjoy working out but yeah I'll break that down all in a future episode because I do think that it is important to find at least like two or three hobbies that really inspire you and get you excited and get you doing something off of your phone. So stay tuned. I wrote down here as well a vision board with like what I wanted on the vision board, which I think you can do this at any point in life. And I feel like so many people do it at the beginning of the year, but I started doing this seasonally. So I did the one at the beginning of the year and then I did one for spring and summer. I guess those are kind of like the same. They look the same. And then I'm going to create a fall one and then I'll make a winter one as well because I, I mean, where I live, we get all four seasons and I'm really inspired off of the seasons and off of the weather and the vibe that it gives off. And I have so much fun looking at inspiration pictures, pinning them on Pinterest and then putting a little collage together to like create my life in an image or what I want my life to look like. And seeing that every day 
is really inspiring. And so I feel like a lot of times people will make these vision boards at the beginning of the year and then maybe they forget about them or maybe they have checked things off of the list that they've done that was like inspiring them on the vision board. But then there's no like check in like a year is a really long time. I feel like checking in every few months is really good. Um, So on the vision board, I wrote down a list of photos that I wanted to include. So work photos that could be like things that emulated this job. So for me, I put like podcast equipment on there. I put like a picture of a mic and like someone sitting down recording and stuff like that because I knew this year I really wanted to start the podcast. But then I also put lifestyle things, fitness, wellness, finances, and home. So I have on my vision board things that emulate or mean those things. Like technically, like say you have like... Okay, like say for instance, finances, you don't have to put like a stack of money or like a number. It can be something that that represents that. So it could be like even just all of the lifestyle photos could represent that for you. You know, everything in the vision board is going to be very, very personal to you. So be very, very specific with the photos that you choose. Like for me, I have to love everything about the photo and it can mean something different to me than it means to you. And then at the beginning of the year, I wrote down a list of words that I wanted to um, reflect how I wanted to feel and represent this year. So let's see if I do. Um, intentional, quality, abundance, confident, resilient, peace, and accountability. I don't think you need to have all of those words or or you don't have to have any of those words, but you don't need to have that many words. But for me, I wanted like I chose all of those very specifically and I would say some of those I am emulating but some I'm not like I need to work on the confidence absolutely I would say I am representing the word intentional like I am very intentional with the things that I do and because of that I try to put out quality and I try to do things in a quality way um, rather than just like pumping out stuff. There was a time there where I was like content wise and that made me not happy. And so I stopped doing that because for me, it's about the quality and being intentional and that's what makes me happy. And I love the word accountability because I feel like a lot of times um, we can slip into these moments where life can be very difficult and it can feel like life is happening to us. But a lot of times we just need to take some accountability and we need to like step up to the plate and take charge. That's something that's a little talk that I had to have with myself recently because I was in such a funk and such a such a slump and I'm right now pulling myself out of it because it's nobody else's responsibility and life could be a million times worse and it's up to me to take charge and take care of myself and like create the life that I want to that I want to live um so I love that I put the word accountability on here because I feel like I don't know. Sometimes I feel like that can get looked over, at least for myself. And lately I have been taking that accountability. So um, I would say that a lot of this I am living up to, even peace. I feel very peaceful right now. I've been off of social media. Um, Well, not off of it, but I've taken a huge step back from viewing content. I've felt so much more at peace. That could be its own episode in itself of like, what it's like to be off social media, things to do instead. Maybe I'll include that in the hobbies episode because I feel like it kind of like goes hand in hand. Anyway, 
write down some words that you want to emulate and represent your life and check back and look at those words and and ask yourself if that's if you think that those words best represent the way that you're living your life okay so now i have a whole section on questions to reflect on so this comes from the creator i wrote this see i wrote this down in, in january um it's from the creator aisha zaza a-i-s-h-a-z-a-z-a and i saw this on i think it was like an instagram reel or something like that and i just loved these questions that she asked herself and then answered for herself because it really gets down to like the nitty-gritty of your life and like if you are like it just helps you take charge in all areas so The first question is, what is working and why? So in January, I answered routine, but flexible. It allows me to stay on track, but be able to change plans if need be. And I would say I agree with that for me today. Um, Especially lately, I have gotten out of a routine. I have had a lot less structure. And so that is when I have slipped into more of a funk where it just feels like I have no direction. And I like having a structured routine, but I can tend to pendulum swing to the complete opposite end of the spectrum and be so rigid that when something happens or like schedules change or something comes up that I'm like, I freak out and I like that I just like don't know what to do. And I have to now redo everything because I've scheduled out my entire day for like a month ahead of time. Um, So I've gotten a lot better at that and like keeping a routine, but staying flexible. And that was something that when I was referring back to taking accountability, like last week, I realized, okay, I haven't had my strict routine, like my morning routine, my workout routine, my nighttime routine, like eating my dinners. Like I like to eat the same thing all the time and I haven't been doing that. And so just kind of checking in with myself and realizing, oh, I'm not doing all of these things. These things serve me in a positive way and help me feel better and help me feel like I have purpose um, and just help me stay on track with like just living a positive and healthy lifestyle. So those are the things that I've been implementing again. And so, but I'm not like too overly rigid with my schedule where I do schedule enough to stay productive, but And honestly, staying off of my phone has really helped with that, by the way, but also being lenient. So like as something comes up, I can change plans. Um, That's a benefit of working for yourself is being able to be there for friends and family and um, being able to have a flexible schedule, but still hold yourself accountable. So it's a slippery slope and it is difficult, but it's worth it. So those are things within the last week specifically that I've been working on. Um, and I would say that it is working well. And when I'm not doing those things, it doesn't work well. So that leads us to the next question that she has here, which is what is not working well and why? I put filling up my time with my to-do list. This doesn't allow me personal time for just me and I need time to recharge. This can be for reading, relaxing, walking, listening to podcasts, anything. I need time for hobbies. I would completely agree with that as well to this day. And I can tell you now, um, eight months later from the new year that I have implemented this in a more balanced way. I am not pendulum swinging as much as I used to. And I would say that I have definitely gotten so much better at creating time for myself to do these hobbies, to relax, to 
um, go for walks and things like that. Those are times, those aren't uh, a waste of times. So they they are important and it's good for you to take care of you because you can't take care of everybody else if you're not taking care of your first if yourself first. You know, you have to take that time to recharge, fill up your cup before you can pour your water into other people's cups. Um, I find myself doing that a lot. Um, I don't know if it's like the people pleasing aspect in me. It probably is. But also I enjoy being wanted. I enjoy helping. But if I don't help myself first or if I don't help myself enough and I continue to like pour out help to others, then I can feel depleted and then I get resentful. But it's like my own fault. So that is something that doesn't work well. So keeping those boundaries, taking care of myself first and not filling up all of my time with a to-do list. I think sometimes like on a to-do list, you can have like alone time, sit down and read a book, go for a walk. Like that can, that is productive. I don't know why as a society, like myself included, I don't feel productive unless I'm working. What is that about? Like there's something very productive. Like it's very productive to just sit and take a nap. It's productive to spend extra time cooking a delicious meal. It's productive to play games with family and play games with friends. It's productive to read a book. I don't know. I don't know. It's just interesting. I think maybe because work is measured with money and so money is the driver. I don't know, but... I'm here to tell you that you're productive even if you're not working. <laughs> Ooh, this is a good one. What is something I need to let go of? Back in January, I wrote down people-pleasing, overthinking, and clutter. Um, I would still agree to this day, but I have worked on the people-pleasing. It's funny because I made this list before going to therapy, and I've worked through a lot of like my own inner self stuff since then, um, and I'm continuing to, but people-pleasing is something that I have gotten so much better at today. It, it's so hard because <laughs> like, part of me does want to help and wants to be there for people, but I have to remember that, again, I have to put myself first in some inst instances and I have to fill my cup first. So someone asked me about something today and I've gotten so much better at saying no. And it was it's difficult to say no, but I just knew that if I said yes, I would not have been happy. I would have been miserable and I would have been so backed up on work and everything that I had to do and it was a last minute thing and I said no if this would have happened a year ago I would have said yes um so that's a big thing for me even though it's still like tugging at me I'm still like oh I should have said yes I should have said yes to that I know that saying no was the right answer so it kind of reminds me of that Taylor Swift song the one when she says um I've been saying yes instead of no I love that, but I've been doing the opposite. I've been saying no instead of yes, but that's been helping me so much more. The other thing is overthinking. I could work on that still. <laughs> I need to work on that a lot more. Um, I'm a chronic overthinker. And then the last one was clutter. And I feel like I've actually been doing a great job at this. I have decluttered my closet. I've decluttered and cleaned out under my bed. Oh my gosh, it was so cluttered. Um, I 
decluttered my Tupperware uh, cabinet and then this other cabinet that we have in the kitchen. Um, there's still more that I need to like go through and want to like organize and stuff. This week I have scheduled to go through my makeup collection and declutter that. So at least I'm little by little like going through those things. And I feel like it's easy to like under my bed, for instance, it gets so dusty, so dusty under there that a lot of times like when I like do the floors in here I just go around like the border of the bed instead of like pulling everything out and cleaning underneath if I'm just like more regular with that it wouldn't get so bad it wouldn't get so dusty like for instance last night I cleaned my coffee pot it was disgusting it's still soaked like I have the um the carafe it's still soaking because I don't so the, the coffee pot that I have is from bun and the pot itself is like a thermos so the coffee pot doesn't have a hot plate and it, it just stays warm inside of the thermos. Well, there was like a lot of buildup on the inside of the thermos. So I have it just like soaking in hot soapy water right now all day long because I could not get it clean and it was so gross. Um, but yeah, like doing those things, it's like a lot of times I'll just put them off because I'm like, oh, that's like an in-depth task or like it takes longer than like five seconds to think about, you know? Um, but it feels so good once they're finally done. So I have gotten better at the decluttering. The next question, am I respecting my boundaries? If not, what is keeping me from doing so? I answered, sometimes I want to make others happy so I will sacrifice my time and energy for them. Um, I'm sensing a trend here. <laughs> But I would say, just to reiterate what I said before, I'm doing better with this and I am doing better at putting myself first um, so that I can help others. This next question is what drains me? This one is kind of related to the other things. It's the people pleasing. Um, and then what fuels me? I put spending time with my husband and my dog, sticking to a daily routine, eating healthy and feeling energized, being financially stable and having free time and not feeling rushed. The not feeling rushed thing is huge for me. I hate rushing. So back when I worked in retail, I was always, always, always late for work always late for work and I lived far away so I was always rushing and I I had a really bad health routine like there was no nothing healthy about me so I would always run through the McDonald's drive through and so I would stress if it was taking too long and then I would hop over to the gas station put four dollars in my gas tank hop on the highway floor it to the mall get there late like I was just always constantly rushing and then once I quit retail started working from home I like my whole lifestyle changed and everything about me changed like I just I, I if I if somewhere is 30 minutes away I leave an hour ahead of time for the most part that's probably a little dramatic but like I imagine I have to leave an hour ahead of time because I like to leave early I like to get places early I like to drive the speed limit you know I hate being rushed and I hate when someone else makes me late because then I feel that like anxiety um again so um anyway not being rushed fuels me that must have been like a really big uh lifestyle shift that like has stuck with me because I still feel that to this day. Um, but yeah, I would say that all of those things still fuel me. I would add to this something that fuels me is balance in all areas. So like I was explaining before, I can tend to like pendulum swing from like all or nothing mentality and keeping that balance in all areas of life 
was it feels impossible but when i have it going it feels like it feels so good because when i'm going like balls to the walls in one area of my life usually everything else is suffering so when I am posting, like, okay, for instance, in December, I tried to post every single day for Vlogmas. I, I got so burned out. I ended up getting a, an extreme migraine um, attack and was out for like a couple days after that. So, and it's not like just a regular migraine. I had like the aura and I was like throwing up, like all the things. Um, so that was not good for me. <laughs> that was too much. And that was also, of course, it's during Christmas. So, you know, you have like a lot of family things going on and just it would have been better had I just had a normal schedule. I would have ended up posting the same amount of videos that I did. But if I would have given myself time to do it in a normal way, I wouldn't have been so stressed and everything else wouldn't have suffered. Um, same with recently, like I've gotten su in such a slump with like the workout routine and eating healthy. Well, that specifically affects everything else because I think when I'm eating junk food, it affects my brain and affects my gut. And so then I'm not thinking as clearly. I have this brain fog and I can't create, like I just feel like a blob, you know, like just existing. Um, so everything really does work together. It's all intertwined. And so if I can balance it all out, same with like hanging out with friends and family. Sometimes when I have too much going on in that area, I feel like I'm not fulfilled as much as I would be if I hung out with those people less because I need the balance of work and play. So I would say balance is something that I would add to what fuels me. So again, those questions came from Aisha Zaza on Instagram. Um, I will link her Instagram down below because I totally took all of those from her and they were just so good and introspective. And I feel like it just really helps you to kind of like back up and look at the, look at everything from a, like a broader spectrum, um, from like a broader angle so that you can really hone in then on what is it that is making me happy? What is it that's fueling me? What's working? You know, it's, you can look at the whole picture and then be like, oh wait, this is working, this isn't working. And then you can go from there and make decisions. Okay, and then I have different categories of goals, which are interesting. I'll share some things with you, some things I won't because they're personal. But um, in the health and wellness section, I have live fully in my body with joy and ease. I would say I'm not doing that. I will get there though. Um, it's a daily thing. And I think especially right now, I had just gone through a time where like I didn't have much of a workout routine and I wasn't eating the best. So I am pulling myself out now and I'm feeling better already, but I, ha I wouldn't say that I'm living fully in my body with joy and ease, but that is a goal of mine. Um, the next one, random, um, switch from tampons to a cup. Can we talk about this for a second? I, we're going to get maybe potentially graphic. I love the idea. I love the concept. I cannot be elbow deep in my crotch during that time. It is graphic. It is uncomfortable. Um, and I know all of the girlies who have it figured out are going to tell me to just keep trying. And I probably will keep trying. Um, I've gotten it to a point where it is like, I've got it. It's just, it seems like more work than it's worth. <laughs> like, I feel like when I do it, I have to be in the shower because it is just, 
a massacre. Like I just, I don't know. I, I want to be that girl. I just haven't been that girl. One thing that's helpful, though, part of it was I had nails and it was like, oh, this is all getting in my nails. and I have to scrub my nails because I got like blood all up in my nails. Um, now I don't have long nails. So maybe this next cycle would be another round to try it out. And I have tried like four or five different cups at this point. Um, then then I took a period cup uh, quiz to see what would my vagina like and it recommended the one that I have so (laughs) I don't I don't know what to tell you I'll keep trying but I haven't done that I haven't made the switch um the next thing I have on the list was buy locally and I have been doing that so much more than I have in other years I would like to get more produce and meat but I've done better Uh, especially with eggs I've been primarily solely getting my eggs from a local farm Um, And it's easy to do that because they're so freaking good. They're so tasty. They're a million times better than store-bought eggs. So it's just way easier to do that. Um, And I can get them unwashed so that they can sit on my counter. And then it's like a whole vibe. Um, But yeah, I have... I'm excited to say that I have been buying locally a lot more and I have been doing these next two things as well. Walk first thing in the morning and walk at night. There's something about starting and ending my day with a walk with my dog that just makes me so happy getting out in nature, seeing greenery, making her happy. It just, it feels so good. And I saw, so right behind my house, there's like this trail that I didn't really know existed until recently. And so it's now made it just so incredibly convenient to just like walk outside and go to this trail. And it's just like 20 minutes and I'm done. It's not like an insane commitment. I don't have to drive anywhere to do it. It's been so nice. So I have like, especially the last month I've been doing that and it's been, it's been great. So that's exciting. I've been, I've checked off a lot of the things on the health and wellness list. Um, I don't even want to get into the, fit, into the fitness one because I haven't had much of a fitness routine the last couple months. Um, I put visible abs and shoulder caps. We'll we'll put that on next year's one. <laughs> okay, we're just going to skip fitness. Um, but well, no, we're, I'll just tell you some more things. I want to do push-ups good. I want to do push-ups like a badass. Um, I want to be able to do pull-ups. I cannot do pull-ups right now. And like, how badass is that? I just want to be able to do push-ups and pull-ups like I'm in the army or something. Do you know, what is the name of that movie? I totally forgot the name of it, but it's with Emily Blunt and Tom Cruise. And she is like ripped in that movie. That is like body goals for me. Like her arms, she's doing like a like a chaturanga type of push-up and she's just like hanging out in her plank. And I'm like, you are a bad bitch. Like you are a beast and I want that. I want that so bad. So that is a goal. That is a goal. Have I gotten there? Absolutely not. <laughs> okay. Um, okay, personal. I would say, and I haven't done any of these personal things, so we could talk about this. Um, learn sign language in Spanish. Um, I have not tackled either of those yet. That is something that I can start soon, though. Um, dog training. Pretzel is not the worst, but she could use some more cha- training. She listens to Ruben more than me a lot of the times with things, but um, yeah, 
I just want to be able to like know that if she ever got off the leash, I could just tell her to come to me and she would. Right now, if she saw a bunny, oh, she'd be gone. <laughs> so um, she's good with certain things, but like sometimes she doesn't do them. But I don't, it's, it's pick and choose with what it is that she does that she's uh, good with. But um, that's on me. I need to train her better. And then, okay, this is very random. But this kind of is because of an insecurity of mine. But I've always wanted to get a speech coach. So I feel like I've got something in my nose. I, (laughs) and maybe it's just in my head, but I think from being on YouTube and creating videos and especially with the podcast too, I can like hear my voice and stuff. I don't enjoy that I say like and um. A lot of times I cut them out and you don't hear them, but I find myself saying, um, like, and I wish that I had a larger vocabulary. So I would, I don't even know what that would be called. I wrote it down just speech coach, but I would like for someone to analyze my voice and the way that I speak and help me to be more articulate. Um, someone that I, so I listened to this, uh, podcast episode with Jewel, the singer, she was on the Joe Rogan podcast. I could listen to Jewel speak all day long. She has the most beautiful, she has the most beautiful singing voice, but also her talking voice. She just sounds so intelligent and so just, just so smart and uses big words and doesn't say like and um and just I love the way that she speaks and since then I was like I wonder like I just I just want to be articulate and I just want to sound intelligent and I feel like I have a limited vocabulary so I don't even know what that would be or maybe I just need to educate myself (laughs) I talked about accountability didn't I Uh, but that is something that I put on here that I did not do, but I would like to do that. Um, in spiritual, I put church on Sundays. We did go to church on Sundays, um, a few times, not a lot. We could definitely do that more. Um, and if we don't go in person, at least watching it on YouTube, um, we haven't been doing that. So that's something that I would like. And then daily devotions. Um, we did that for a while too. It's, you know, I got to get, get back into the routine. Something else that I have been doing though, is I started the book, the artist's way. This is a book that my mom actually recommended to me years ago. And then I never really got too far into it. And then recently on the YouTube video that I posted where I was talking about social media and stuff, my friend Danielle reached out to me and said something about this book. And so I downloaded the audiobook. I'm immediately inspired and it's part of it is you like commit yourself to like a 12 week course and part of the 12 week course is every single morning you do morning pages. So you get a regular sized notebook and you write three whole pages of just like a brain dump every single morning. And so I've been doing that. I'm on day did I do three days today or today was the fourth day? Something like that. So I've been doing that and that's not daily devotions, but it's kind of like morning journaling. And I am, I think that's why I stopped listening to the book the first time I started reading it when my mom recommended it to me because I hate journaling. I hate writing. I hate putting down my feelings. I hate writing down what I'm grateful for. I feel like I just, I become annoyed when I'm like, I am grateful for my health. I am grateful for my cup of coffee. I am like, I know those things. Like I know that I'm grateful for those things, but that's not necessarily what you're having to write down. You literally can write anything. So like 
for instance, like this morning I started writing about cleaning my coffee pot and like the dream that I had and like what I'm doing today. And then like the brain just goes because you've got three whole pages to fill up. And then at the end of each day, um, each morning when you write, you put five like affirmations and they give you um, 20 examples of creativity affirmations. And basically this whole thing um, is to get you more connected with your artist inside. And everyone has an artist inside. If you don't consider yourself a creative person, this is still a book for you. It helps you kind of like channel that creativity and the creator within you. And I don't know, I'm just like really inspired. One of the other things that it has us do is once a week, um, you take your artist on a date. So um I'm going to go to the beach by myself and just be, I don't exactly know what I'm going to do. I need to like maybe look up some examples of like what I'm supposed to do or like I could cook, like maybe I could just take two hours and try a new recipe, just like doing something new and something to just inspire me, something that gets me excited, but you're supposed to take yourself out on a date once a week. Um, so that's something that I've been doing recently. That's been really exciting. And I would say that this kind of like goes into like the spiritual category because I feel like it is getting me closer to God and it's helping me, um, just channel the gifts that he's given me. A lot of times I feel like the gifts that I have are the ones that are up like the the ones that present themselves. Like, okay, I enjoy makeup. I enjoy getting creative with videos, but like are there other things to me that I would enjoy doing that are creative? Probably. And this is this is what this whole book is kind of like um, inspiring you to do is just explore your explore your creativity in different ways and in, in ways that you didn't know that you wanted to. So, yeah, I've been really liking that book. If you want an update on that, let me know. I have some work stuff on here. I won't be sharing. And then I put finance stuff on here as well. I also have a category at the bottom where I put five years from now. I put like a goal of what I want from five years from now. And then 10 years from now, I put a goal. So that is pretty much like what my goals were at the beginning of the year, where I'm at now, how I'm feeling about all of that. I hope that this was inspiring or even just motivated you to kind of just do like a little recap of the year thus far and kind of think about what your goals are and maybe they've completely changed like a lot of my stuff was the same or not even necessarily the same but like like I'm already tackling those things that I had wanted to tackle at the beginning of the year and I'm, I'm happy to see that but it also is kind of like a reminder of you know oh yeah I really did want to learn sign language oh yeah I really did want to learn Spanish or you know whatever it may be um, the other thing too, when I was talking about different hobbies or things that like you may want to try and then you find out that you don't like them. So, um, I've talked about running for the half marathon. I do enjoy running, but I think what I didn't enjoy was going like so often for so long, uh, because I'm a newer runner, that was just a lot for me. And because I was trying to like train for the half marathon, that's this September, it was just a lot for me to do as like a newbie. So I decided I want to do it next year instead. They have one in May and then they also have the one in September. Um, but yeah, I still enjoy running and that's the thing. I didn't want to hate it. I started to be like, okay, I don't want to do this, um, which that there's, you know, that's not bad necessarily, but um, I just, <laughs> I just, 
I'm going to, I'm pushing that to next year. I signed up for F45 instead so I could stay active. You know, I can still be doing these like workouts and things, but I just started to not enjoy it. And so that's something too, that like you can try something and if you don't fully love it, you can change it, whether you do it less or you don't do it at all. Um, but you won't know until you try. So yeah, I hope that this was helpful just to kind of like, just reanalyze your year and get inspired again. Happy freaking new year. It's August. We're about to go into fall. I feel like this time of year is when we kind of switch into like a whole different type of year. Like I feel like, okay, I know we have like winter, spring, summer, fall, but I kind of look at the year in chunks of three. I think of the beginning of the year as January to March and then the middle of the year as April to... I would say July and then August to half of November and then November and December are like their own kind of year. That's how I think of the year. Did I say three chunks? Because I think that was four. But that's how I look at the year. And I don't know why. Like I just think of November and December like this is just the holidays. This is Christmas. This is Thanksgiving. But like from now until Halloween, this is fall. This is cozy. I don't know. Anyway, happy new year if you celebrate your new year when I do. I hope that you enjoyed this podcast. I hope that this inspired you. If you are willing to share your goals and things, please list them in the comments on the YouTube video. If you're watching, um, I have started video recording the podcast in case you do want to check it out over on YouTube. Um, And if you want to like pick this up, say you're like watching the video and you want to listen to it. I have this on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Um, All of the links and everything will be down below, but thank you so much for listening. Thank you for watching if you're watching and I will see you guys next week. Bye.